22, Dances with Wolves. It's the opening scene of Dances with Wolves. We're in a Civil War battlefield, and the troops on both sides are at a standstill. This is purely from memory, and likely inaccurate since I haven't seen the movie in over a decade. Anyway, for some reason that's important to the plot, it is necessary to get the troops shooting at each other once again. So, in order to stir up some action, Kevin Costner's character rides a horse right down the middle of the battlefield, weaponless and arms dramatically outstretched, you know, full Hollywood style, in order to get people shooting at him, thereby ending the standstill. I always think of this scene in the context of doing something first to initiate a response from others. Often being the first to speak up, share your thoughts and feelings honestly, can be a huge relief to other people. We worry that we'll offend someone or are the only one who thinks that way before we speak. Then once we have, we often find one, two, a dozen people who feel similarly but just didn't want to be the ones to break the ice. Your vulnerability and boldness gives permission to theirs. Straight off some antique wooden plaque on Etsy, you have to be, be brave with your life so that others can be brave with theirs. The school where I work regularly provides coaching and feedback to teachers. One piece of feedback I received and have in the past as well is to speak up in meetings, share my ideas and perspective and experience openly. If I disagree, speak up. If I see a problem that needs to be addressed, bring it to the team's attention. I've been a part of the school network for getting close to a decade, but am new at this current campus this year. With that, I have some reservations about being too outspoken, considering that I'm a newbie at this location and feel like I perhaps haven't earned that right yet. The push that I got from my coach is this. How will the even newer people, the people who have been a part of a network on any of the campuses for less time than I have, be comfortable speaking up if I don't? And she's right. Since I've been more intentional about speaking up, I've noticed other teachers being more open as well with the whole team and with me directly. It seems like they were waiting for permission and my speaking up provided that. When we speak honestly, directly, bravely, it sets the tone. It gives other people the permission they've been waiting for to do the same. Have you ever noticed that shortly after you cuss in front of someone you don't know very well, that their body relaxes and they cuss within a few minutes too? I've experienced that several times lately. It's like they weren't sure what the rules of the game were, but once you establish what's allowed, they feel relieved to have a place to be honest, to let their guard down, take a little more risk themselves. Because it is a risk, you taking the first step, you being the one to test the water. The risk is that they might be offended or judgmental, though that ends up being so rarely the case much more often the response is relief. They were worried about your reaction even more than you were worried about theirs. They're relieved that you cuss so that they can cuss now too. When you mention without shame that you're going to therapy, it helps destigmatize prioritizing mental health. 
When you say that you've had a really tough week or month or year, they know they're safe telling you about their rough week or month or year too. When you admit you don't know how to do something or you have a question, usually they don't judge you. They're ecstatic that somebody else asked the question that they were afraid to bring up. They might not always agree with you, have the same question or struggle. You'll have some misses and catch some criticism along the way. A few injuries that are to be expected when you're riding through a battlefield for the purpose of attracting attention and getting the people to fire guns at you. It's worth it though, in the bigger picture, to get honest discussions flowing, to be known for who you really are. This is one of my favorite segments from Ralph Walder Emerson's essay on self-reliance. I'll end with this, and I feel like it sums up the idea really well. I appeal from your customs. I must be myself. I cannot break myself any longer for you, or you. If you can love me for what I am, we shall be the happier. If you cannot, I will still seek to deserve that you should. I must be myself. I will not hide my tastes or aversions. I will so trust that what is deep is holy, that I will do strongly before the sun and moon, whatever inly rejoices me and the heart appoints. If you are noble, I will love you. If you are not, I will not hurt you and myself by hypocritical attentions.